up nuts. <laughs> I just, nuts and seeds, man. They're just good. They're good for you, I think. Tastes good. Um, energizing. Protein. I think. Is there protein? In nuts? Is there a lot? I love protein. Yep. Is seven grams a lot of protein? Per um, nut. <laughs> Yeah, one of the reasons, listeners, that this is a podcast is because uh, Evelyn's actually a squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) A squirrel that watched this tale. Hello! Hello! It is time for... In the mood for chaos. It's the Riverdale roasting and recap podcast. And we know the title of our show. And we and we say it every week without any problems at all. Every <laughs> single week. Or crises of any sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm Miranda. I've never seen an episode of Riverdale, and I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Evelyn, and I lied once in the past. Oh. <laughs> Said that I have seen every oh. episode of Riverdale, but I haven't because there's a new season. <laughs> what if I was just like I lied and I've never seen it? <laughs> I've just been making this up. Oh my god! Uh, I'd, I'd I would like call emergency services to get you to some psychiatric facility. You'd be like, I need to get this woman out of my house immediately. <laughs> I am not. I am not. I am in danger. <laughs> Looking through like a series of movies, and you're just like, Yes, I will take this one and, and this, this one. one Heart of one. Darkness, The Outsiders, <laughs> La Grande Illusion. No, it's perfect. The perfect way to trick her. No, it's real. It's, it's real. It's real. It's real. And much like Riverdale. Yeah, we've, um, we have put out a hit on someone. We won't tell you who. No, that would be, <laughs> um, illegal, probably. I mean, um, I think the legal thing is, uh, having a hit put out on right. someone. But telling people would also not help. No. All I'm going to say, in the words of the musical that has come up multiple times on the show, and all of them are my fault, but I'm doing it again, um, in the words of the musical Chicago, Mm. he had it coming. Certainly did. (laughs) That's such a good musical. I've never seen it. It's so much fun. I'm genuinely surprised Riverdale has not used it for a musical. Me too. Because... It is about murderous women (laughs) and a, and like a slimy, suave, smooth talking lawyer. And it's based on a case where like two women who actually got away with murder. That seems like, like, like prime Riverdale real estate. (laughs) One of the main characters names is Velma and one of her crimes is killing her sister, Veronica. (sighs) This just sucks. (laughs) Well, anyway, I should we get right we down to it? It was probably Riverdale. Let's get down to business. To defeat the Huns. Boom, 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 boom. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> so the episode, chapter, title. Are we actually, are we supposed to believe that Jughead is titling the chapters? Yes. From what I, like, can gather, Yes. Otherwise, I don't know why they're doing this. <laughs> yeah, I thought it might, yeah. Because that actually does make it worse if in-universe he's just going through these 
movies and just being like, yeah, this yeah. is a good thing to do. I think this t- this title works, actually. Although you think there'd be more philosophy books in there. I mean, like, I guess it kind of works because you did <laughs> live in like the drive-in theater or whatever. Oh, of course! Older like, drive-in. Oh, of course! Yeah. Chapter 27. It's still stupid. The Ubermensch. <laughs> <laughs> God. This is chapter 18? 19. Oh. Uh, death Proof. Yeah. Which is interesting. Isn't it? Because last episode ended with someone wanting to prove a death. Yes? Yeah. Or I guess commit murder. Murder. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so the title would like imply that no one can die, which is interesting. Because it's it's wrong, and also this is not a noir movie, um, no. so that's it is trying to be, I think the show. Yeah, I'm talking about like the movie itself. Oh, these usually have like sort of mystery, sort of film noir elements to them, but last one and this one, not so much. They're this running is a, out. This is a Quentin Tarantino movie, <laughs> which it doesn't make me feel great. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. <laughs> um, but you know what? It almost never has anything to do with the title, so let's... That's true. You have sent me three screen caps. Yeah, as is the premise of this podcast. As is the... as as it is written. Yeah. And, um, I'm gonna... I sure am gonna look at them. Mm-hmm. And I'm... it's... it'll be good. <laughs> the first one I sent you just because it made me laugh when I saw it. <laughs> I will take that... oh. It's another phone one! Yeah. It's someone holding a phone... Oh. You can probably guess who it is based on just yeah. the coloration, honestly. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it, it's very similar to um, last episode where we saw a phone <clears throat> in that there are no markers of, like, no brands or anything. Um, and there's a text from um, Archie, um, even the last time I think it was Archie getting the text, but the print, the font is enormous <laughs> yeah. and actually kind of looks photoshopped on. Yeah. Um, and it's Archie, I wish I were joking, saying, hey, <laughs> you up? <laughs> I, I, uh, I was like, that That came up on, on my screen while I was watching and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, this I'm guessing is either Betty or Veronica. The background is like pink. Mm-hmm. Which I think could be either. It would make sense if he's texting Veronica because that's something you you text like a, a sexual partner. <laughs> and <laughs> but also like he and Betty text a lot because like they're right next door, I guess. Yeah, and they have been kind of tight again. Yeah, lately. I'm sure that'll go somewhere. Oh, it sure. Doesn't. Yeah, it always does. So that's fun. <laughs> um, pay you up. Hey, you up. Next one <laughs> is. Oh, he's back! It's, it's, it's FP. Daddy's home. No, I wish I hadn't said that. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) FP looking extremely Delphi today. Yeah, Uh, actually though. (laughs) Jesus, Cheryl. Um, so he's lit very dramatically. I would love for you to pay special attention to the, the thing on his shirt. It's a (laughs) R. You kidding me? Mm-mm. Oh, how special! <laughs> Sorry, he's in jail prison, right? He's on a phone, like he's on one side of the the glass to talk to someone, presumably Jughead. Uh-huh. Although there's two people there, and he's got like the the number on, like the prison number. Yeah, 
And that number uh-huh. is 24601. Mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> I I love the way you looked imploringly into the mic. As if <laughs> the audience can help you. <laughs> as if anyone... As if God can help me. It's too late for you now, Miranda. You're in too deep. So... 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 Jean Valjones, is that anything? Oh. <laughs> yes, Your time is up and you're rolling in. That's my Russell Crowe impression. Did it's you like really it? It's really good. It's really good. God. You know who I always get mixed up for some reason? Uh-oh. Um, Russell Crowe and Gerard Butler? I don't know why. I don't think that's unreasonable. Because one Thank was in Gladiator. <laughs> one was in Gladiator. That's one was the in 300. Why. And they're both just muscly dudes screaming about um, they just scream. They, yeah, they just <laughs> scream. One of them kicks, one of them yells, one of them has a spear, probably? Probably, anyway. I imagine, at um, some point. So this is exciting. FP's back. I'm gonna guess that he's talking to at least a jughead. A jughead. Yeah, you can kind of see the shape of his hat. Yeah, and it looks like there's like a slight tinge of red to the hair next, and I'm thinking that's Archie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, wow, I cannot, actually, you know what, no, maybe it's because I saw, (laughs) maybe it's because I saw, like, hair coming down in front that I was like, well, that can't be Betty, because all of her hair is surgically pulled into. I feel awful for that woman. Yeah. Her scalp, I know, I feel like I say this every episode, but her scalp, I, oh, it's gotta be killing her. I can't imagine what sort of, like, headaches. And they won't even let her have, like, the elastics that, like, I wear, where it's, like, they're, like, plasticky and, like, oh, spirally, yeah, yeah. and they're, like, supposed to be, like, no pull and, like, not yeah. leave, like, a big dent in your hair. Yeah. <sighs> they won't even let her have that. It has to be, like, the really tight yeah. elastic ones. No, she must suffer. Just brutal. And then the next one, it is Cheryl, mm-hmm. who appears to be waiting for the rapture. <laughs> Standing at what looks like in the middle of the road somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, standing tall, but like leaning back with her arms out, like a Jesus-y sort of pose, mm-hmm. like looking skyward. She's holding a red ribbon flag thing. She's doing this insane back bend. Yeah, and she's got very high heels on. She has extremely high heels. There's a, she's like in this scene. Oh, she's um, got sunglasses on. She's like trying to walk quickly, but you can tell that she's like kind of having a little bit of a tricky time because like, how could you not right because like look at those those are ridiculous <sighs> those are just silly um i want a pair <laughs> <laughs> how high do we think those are god who knows so high what like, is they look like the honestly like the fucking length of her forearm <laughs> <laughs> what is also important is that there's a car that is coming towards her mm-hmm. i cannot tell from the angle if it is actually like on the same sort of plane as her it it's hard to tell if it's about to drive past her or if she's gotten out of it, but it's a the front of a car that's red with what looks like flames on it. So, like, an actual Hot Wheels car. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's concerning for so many reasons. It, yeah, it is. These are, you know what? These are some screenshots this week. I know they always are, but between the Les Mis reference and Cheryl just, just... You just know that they they really did, like, a big pat on the back for themselves for the, um, Blame Miz reference, you know? You, you just know yeah. that they were like, oh, 
We nailed it this week, fellas. And like, let's go home. <laughs> if he's Valjean, mm-hmm. like, what does that make everyone else? Yeah, actually, though, what does that make everyone else? Because Sheriff Dad is not Javert. <laughs> I wouldn't say so, no. I can't think of who is Javert. Yeah. Because correct me if I'm wrong, one of the big things about Javert is that he doesn't forget Valjean for 20 fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. He was not okay. No. <laughs> Cheryl might be fun team just because of all the shit they put her through. Oh, yeah. I uh, can see that. Does that make Jughead cassette? Ooh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they'd be talking to FP. I mean, unless it's like a social visit, mm-hmm. which it doesn't strike me they'd they do just because that would be something that maybe like a, a human would do. Yeah. <laughs> and the you up could be sort of about like anything. <laughs> I'm really worried that Cheryl in the last photo is doing another uh, suicide attempt or she's having some sort of awakening. Like she really is sort of, <laughs> she looks like she's in another sort of place mentally. <laughs> um, <laughs> she really does. What the fuck? I don't know whose car that is. Like, with flames on it. Uh-huh. I could see Reggie with a truck like that, actually. Um, I'm happy FP is here, don't get me wrong. Just confused. I wonder if Jughead's going to him for information about the serpents. Oh, because the serpents are planning an act of domestic terrorism, yes? <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah. Because they're, they're gonna build a bomb? I mean... They said they were going to build a bomb, whether or not Riverdale remembers that they said (laughs) (laughs) is another question entirely. You know what? So true. (laughs) Man, and there's so many people in this show, but... Yeah, that was one of the things, this is one of those episodes where, like, I, uh, it just strikes me again how large this cast is. And then last episode they introduced, like, the Sinclairs, and it's like... Yeah, like, well, why well, did don't. you did not need to do this? <laughs> you already have so many characters, you can barely like, you know, fulfill a plot point. I don't know if adding more into the mix is gonna help you at this you point. Kill one, add seven. That's not how this works. <laughs> Riverdale considers its characters like a hydra. Everyone <laughs> kill two have two appear. Also, they're poisonous. Also, they are poisonous. <laughs> oh, and hydra snakes, Alice. Alice might be going full villain, and that's what I want. Uh-huh. Um, because otherwise I can't really enjoy her, I just get mad about it. Yeah. And if they make her as... Um, if they own up to making her as one-dimensional as they started... Um, then we can have fun with it. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Uh, They're not going to do that. Well, so, um... What happens? <laughs> All right, so this is chapter 19, Death Proof. Death Proof. So Jughead, we're back with Jughead's narration. Great. Uh, so he says, in Riverdale, everyone wears a mask, not just the black hood, which is stupid. Because of quarantine. Because of quarantine. Um, well, a prophet. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Uh, so Tony wa- 
walks into the living room and she is only wearing a shirt and she says good morning and she asks if he's hungry and he replies, you never have to ask me that. And it's like, we're doing oh, it again. So we're just, it's, it's like, why are we like, just admit that you don't care about this element of, of Jughead from the original comics and just let it go and just let it go. It doesn't matter. We never see him eating. Like we literally don't see him eating like ever. Like, just stop. Just stop. And this is, this is what, like, five episodes since we last heard him make a reference to this? Like, the beginning of season two. Yeah. He's like, haha, I'm always hungry. It would be, like, different if we actually saw him eat food. But we don't. No. Not any more than any other character on the show. And they fucked with these characters so much that it just sort of feels like... Like, it doesn't feel like a nod. Yeah, it just feels um, like... Oh. Is the implication that he and Tony slept together? That is the implication. Ooh, Betty's not gonna be happy. But you'll see later. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, you'll see very soon, actually. Mm. Uh, oh. So we cut to Betty, oh. who was running down the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If you'll remember, she had... Yeah. ...given, uh, the Black Hood Nick St. Clair's name. Because otherwise he was gonna kill Polly. Yes. So she is racing to, uh, Nick's hotel room. Mm -hmm. Uh, she walks in and he is alive, but he is very bruised from getting the shit kicked out of him by, uh, several angry girls, (laughs) which was just so weird. Um... So, uh, he's, like, okay, so she walks in and he's, like, wearing just, like, a robe, uh... But it's, like, a really fluffy cotton one, so it uh-huh. looks, like, really comfy. Oh, like and a hotel also, room. And also, he's got, like, this knife, and he's just, ah. like, stabbing a counter. What? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so his parents walk in, and, and, and Betty tries to warn them all that they're in danger. Mm. Um, but she is interrupted by the sheriff arriving. Oh, who uh, explains that there is a complaint against Nick, uh, the implication being Cheryl, obviously. Right, yeah, only one. And uh, and they need to go to the station. Oh. So, um, so Betty leaves, because uh, it would be really weird if she stayed. <laughs> she picks up the knife, like, yeah. then I must do it. <laughs> the blackhead's like, oh, holy shit, wait, what? <laughs> wait, no, what? Where this did is- you... <laughs> getting weirder than I thought it would. Where did she get that wig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Betty gets a call uh, on her way. Mm. It's from the Black Hood. Yeah. Uh, he explains that he didn't kill Nick because he isn't one of Riverdale's sons, but he's <sighs> still happy that Betty has revealed her true self <sighs> and that now the real work can begin. Okay, sure, whatever. I think that maybe, here's my personal belief mm. that mm-hmm. isn't true, mm-hmm. but that I like to believe, mm-hmm. is that the Black Hood has, once again, failed to kill. <laughs> <laughs> this is his way of being like, you know, I super could have if I wanted to, I just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, what we don't see in the hotel room is that there's like five bullet holes in yeah. the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's great. So, then she, she hangs up with the, hangs up with oh. the black hood. What? No. <laughs> hang up on him. Hang up on him. And then she gets 
a text from Archie. Mm. And she is up. And she is up. Um, also, like, while this scene is taking place, she's standing directly in front of a graveyard, <laughs> which I think is, like, another thing that probably the Riverdale people were like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> this is gonna be really, really cool, you guys. She's amongst the dead. She's amongst the dead. You get it? Cause, like, cause, like, she's connected to, like, a killer who hasn't really killed anyone yet. <laughs> In spirit. She's six feet under mud of his design. Has he killed anyone yet? Isn't Grundy? Right. But I'm not convinced that's the same He's because got it's a such a different point three 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 <laughs> caliber uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <percent laughs> success rate. So Penelope arrives at the lodges. Um because that is where Cheryl is. Okay. Because Veronica let her stay right. after Nick tried okay. to assault her. Oh Jesus. And she's worried that Cheryl said something mm-hmm. to provoke Nick. And, um, she also explains that to, she's talking to, um, uh, Hermione and Hiram. Yeah. And she's saying, you know, I'm just worried about what she said to provoke him and we won't be pressing charges and whatever. (laughs) Um, and then she says, after all, nothing really happened to Cheryl. (sighs) Oh! Oh, goodbye glasses. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I guess the good news is that, like, (laughs) we are meant to hate Penelope. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) This is bad audio. That's that's the one bright side I can come up with here. Yeah. Also, pretty bold move considering Cheryl cut off her oxygen a couple weeks ago. Like, and I hope she does it again. Right. Um, Fuck. So, um, obviously Cheryl and Veronica, who are in Veronica's bedroom, are, like, mm. listening at the door. Mm. And, um, Cheryl is pretending that it's fine. Oh. It is not fine. No! <laughs> um, Veronica says that, you know, she knows that Nick has done this to other girls and that, uh, and that he tried to do it to her, too. She kn- knows? She says she knows here, and then later on she talks about it again and says that she kind of, like says that it's not confirmed, but, like, she, one of those, like, I, I, I don't know, but, like, I know he has, like, I, I believe that he has, kind of thing, you know? Okay. So it's just a weird, like, writing inconsistency. In Riverdale? Right. So unusual. Um, but Cheryl still doesn't want to do anything. She's kind of trying to play it, like, no, like, mom's right, like, nothing did happen to me. Um... So then we're at Pops, and then Tony and Jughead are there, and Tony thanks him for letting her crash. They didn't fuck. Uh, She, uh, like, I guess they just, like, made out or something. Um, Tony tells Jughead that she doesn't want to be a rebound, Mm because he's clearly still not over Betty. Yeah. And also, she prefers girls. So. Oh. Hello. A gay? (laughs) In, in my Riverdale? Or I guess a bisexual? <laughs> but we can't say that. Because oh, it's I'm network so television. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Damn it. So then why... Did she just feel bad for him? That's so sad. Because she was showing interest. <laughs> I know, I... Did she just kiss know. him and was like, this is bad enough that I'm just gonna stick with girls for now? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I guess, like... I, I This is just one of those... 
things where it's like, you could just make the character bisexual. Like, bisexuals are real. You can, like... You can do it. You can have a, you can have a bi character. It's okay. You can uh, have more than one. Yeah, you could have maybe a few. I don't know if you really wanted to. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Whatever, it's stupid. Sure. So... I don't want to be your rebound, but, like... Then why did you do that, Tony? Didn't she... I mean, like, they made out at the end of the last episode, but wasn't that, like... Did she initiate? I believe so. So... From what I remember. Okay. Then then I do choose to believe that it was just so unpleasant. She She was just (laughs) like, I gotta backpedal. Yeah, listen, uh, I gotta, uh... (laughs) Only women. I'm allergic Ah. to hats. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have worn a hat in front of you before. Uh... I took Claritin that morning. (laughs) Uh, So, um, Betty is, Betty's walking with Archie. Mm. And she tells him that she's done playing the Black Hoods game. I want you to (laughs) guess how long that lasts. I mean, it won't. I mean, like, (laughs) what is, I'm gonna say five minutes in showtime. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's about right, actually. (laughs) Um, so, uh, the, she tells him that, you know, he's like, well, what about Polly? And, and, and she's like, I'm just, I, I called her and the farm's gonna help Polly disappear for a while. Because Polly's out at the farm. Right, but doesn't he know she's there? She, they're helping her disappear, so she's not going to be at the farm. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so then um, they reach Pops, and through the window they see Jughead oh, and Tony no. laughing. Oh, no. Oh, shucks. Miscommunication. Yeah. Teenage love. And then they both get a call from their parents. <laughs> and uh, we enter the Cooper household, <laughs> yep. where Alice yep. has... This part was very confusing, because I did not really understand why Alice did this. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. she just I think she just wanted to, to get everyone together to upset as many people as possible in as short a time as possible. That sounds like Alice. Yeah. Like ruthless efficiency. Yeah. But there but like that's the end goal. Like sure. there's no like actual like purpose. It's yeah. just I wanna make people upset. She's in the mood for chaos. She really is. Um so uh, She's talking about drugs and, like, I want you to, I'm just going to read my notes verbatim. Alice has gathered everyone to do something (laughs) about fornicators. Jingle jangle. (laughs) Veronica is still obvi mad at Betty. (laughs) (laughs) That's legitimately all I have for you. I don't know. Is it about the party, then, when they did Jingle Jangle? Yes, but I don't know, like, what she wants. No. I guess something about the South Side, maybe? Sure. But, anyway, Josie is there. Great. Because Mary McCoy is there. Oh. And, um, Mary McCoy is mad when she finds out that Josie also did Jingle Jangle. And, um, now... She's like, I'm getting the South Side under control because oh. my daughter's doing drugs. Oh. That's not how she sounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, then uh, we're at, okay, so then we're at Jughead School. Mm-hmm. That scene is confusing, so we're just going to leave. Yeah, let's go. Let's get Goodbye. the fuck out of here. I'm scared of Alice. <laughs> um, is Hal anywhere to be seen? 
Or did she, like, shove him into a supply <laughs> closet and lock him in there? I, I don't remember. Cool. Yeah. So, we're at Jughead School. Mm. Uh, the English teacher <laughs> is reading an article that he wrote out loud to Jughead, which is, you know, it's like, okay... I get that you're doing it for the purposes of the audience knowing what, like, Jughead wrote. Yeah. But, like, in context, yeah. that's so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, and we had this last episode, too. Was it uh, Hermione, who was, like, yeah. reading an article out loud? That one I could justify just because, like, I've definitely done that where, like, I have an article and I read it and then I want to share it with someone, so I read it out loud to them, you know? Right, but this show has no problem with unnecessary voiceover exposition. Yeah. So I don't know why they pick and choose the moments to, like, have someone explain it to someone else Mm -hmm. when they also don't seem to really take any action about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, I I too have been known to to read. (laughs) Oh, have you? Uh Uh-huh. That's so good. So so many letters. So many words. So little time. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay, the English teacher reads the article, and then he's like, I know you're a serpent. Uh, and then he's like, I, even though, like, he, apparently they had, like, a deal. Do you remember this? Did I tell you about a deal? Because I don't remember this at all. No. Like, ma- like with the teacher? With the teacher. Mm, no? Like, I guess I could have gone No, the, the teacher wanted, the teacher wanted to see some of Jughead's work, but that's not really a deal is it yeah like it sounds like the deal is that jughead wouldn't become a serpent but i've never heard of this before unless i have and i'm just an idiot but anyway sure so so now he's now he's mad um archie uh interrupts them and he's kind of like like jughead i need to talk to you and jughead's like the fuck are you doing here and archie's like archie's like we gotta get out of here because the sheriff is about to raid Southside High. Oh, because uh, the mayor is is getting the drugs under control, uh, and you gotta get out of here uh, so they don't arrest you. Uh, which I don't know if you can do that. Cool. So that makes no sense for many reasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. If they're gonna raid anywhere, you would think they would raid the White Worm and not the, the school. school. Um, and even if they did raid the white worm, Mm -hmm. that's not fantastic. And also, how the fuck did Archie get through the school? Did we not discuss that every serpent hates him right now? Because he pulled a gun on them? And they clearly all know who he is. Because he's got the hair... And also, it's, it's, I mean, you'd know those abs from a mile away. <laughs> you really would. Uh, so. And why would they arrest Jughead is the idea that everyone at the school does drugs, because that's also really not great. Yeah, and what are you going to do with, like, I don't know, a couple hundred students if you're arresting, like, are you just arresting the serpents? I imagine so, but, like, how do you, like, how do you necessarily know that a serpent is a serpent, like... Yeah. Yeah, how do you know? If they're not wearing their jackets, like, how did this teacher know? Right? I couldn't tell you. I dislike it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, me too. So, the cops show up, and we get to see, um, 
Tony and Sweet Pea being arrested. Oh no! While Archie drags Jughead out of the school. Sure. Uh, and then we get the title card. <laughs> so we're at now Riverdale High, ah. and Veronica's telling Kevin about Nick. <laughs> uh, she's like, "I don't want to tell my dad because, like, I kn- I know he would like kill Nick, like actually kill Nick, like, <laughs> like not Good. not an exaggeration, <laughs> like for actual kill him. Great. Um. And so then Betty walks up mm. to them, but neither. Kevin nor Veronica will, like, listen to her. Oh. Uh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> I wrote <laughs> I wrote down after this, the one time Archie could actually help. Because, like, <laughs> he could go to Veronica and be, like, listen, like, I, I know you're really mad at Betty and I totally get it. Like, what she did was really crazy, but, like, I really think you should talk to her. Like, she, she has a reason for what she did. Like, she, she, like, you'll, you just please hear her out kind of thing, you know, like, the one time he could actually do something. But when Archie is your mediator, I mean... That's fair. He would probably say something like, I don't know, Betty shot your dog. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus! (laughs) Knowing Archie and his level of tact. Didn't they call him like a peacekeeper at one point it's like he's in the middle of this giant game of telephone and every time he picks up a phone he hears something and then says something entirely different yeah it's it's not good so um betty then (laughs) betty then gets a call from the black hood and guess what she doesn't do ignore it (laughs) she answers the phone Uh so first phone call Mm immediately mm-hmm. we haven't skipped a single one even though she said she would i guess the implication is kind of like veronica won't like forgive her oh. so she's upset and so she's just gonna keep doing what the black hood says because it's like well i can't make up with veronica so whatever so i might as well just go all in because right? what he's asked me to do but it just that's <sighs> such a dumb reason <laughs> yeah i i don't know yeah i don't know what does he want <laughs> <laughs> just, just tell me what he wants. Um, so he wants her to find um, the sugar man who what? is the um, what provider of Jingle Jangle. What? Yeah. The sugar man. The sugar man. So Jingle Jangle is also called Sugar? I guess. And there is <laughs> one person responsible for its distribution who uh-huh. is the sugar man. Uh-huh. Which one would assume was Clifford. Yeah, well, uh, uh, he tells her that um, the sugar man has connections to Clifford Blossom. Or had. Yeah. he's dead. Yeah. So... I, I'm gonna, I already know during this episode, I'm gonna accidentally call him Candyman, because that's actually something, and is... <laughs> that's actually something! Sugar Man! And not just a piece of fucking bullshit. If they weren't cowards, they'd call him Sugar Daddy. You're so right. <laughs> oh my god. Daddy is home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, so Jughead is, uh mad he's upset that his friends got arrested because that does suck to be fair and he's telling archie about it but 
then he leaves because uh, I guess he gets a text from Tall Boy who wants to um, <gasps> who wants to parlay. parlay. Uh, Betty then goes to talk to Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl! I didn't get a screen cap, mm-hmm. but Cheryl is wearing. Does she look really good? <laughs> this phenomenal bathing suit. Oh. She's just out like tanning. Ah, I could I. Listen. There are no notes in this there, section. Yeah, it's, it's literally just drool. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... <sighs> wow. Anyway. Wow. Uh, so, Betty asks Cheryl if she's heard of the Sugar Man. <laughs> and Cheryl says, um, yes, but he was just a story that her parents would tell her and oh, Jason. No. Oh, no. So that they would be good. What? Yeah. So he's... The boogeyman. The boogeyman plus drugs. Yeah. I... Okay, what else? Do we get any more? Uh, Cheryl's just kind of like, I don't really want to talk to you about it. He's not real, and then Betty leaves. Yeah, okay. Um... What the fuck? (laughs) So, uh, all the kids who did drugs have community (laughs) service now. Um... Okay. Can you do that? I'm still not even sure how (laughs) any of it works in terms of suddenly ordering a raid on an entire school if you only have mayoral, what, like, jurisdiction, and I don't know what sheriffs do. I don't know how any of that works, but it seems like that happened awfully quickly. Yeah, I, like, and, like, I'm not a law man. No. So I don't know, but, like... Or a sugar man. Can you... Wouldn't you have to, like, have... Possession of the drugs to get in trouble for it. Like, if you take the drugs, there's no real evidence that you had them because you took them already kind of thing. So, like... Because all Alice has is... She doesn't have evidence. She just, like... Like, can you get arrested? Or not arrested, but, like, can you... Like, is that... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can. And if you you can't, is this supposed to be a comment on, like... Oh, those police! No. Good. <laughs> I don't want them to do anything near that, but I feel like they probably will. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh wait, no, we're not actually doing the community service oh, yet. Archie's just telling Fred that he has to do community service. Uh, um, he tells Fred that he's trying to talk to Jughead and get him away from the serpents and the drugs. Yeah. Because we all still think that the serpents are the one dealing drugs, even though we know it's the ghoulies. Fuck. The ghoulies. Yeah, the ghoulies come back heavy this episode. Oh, oh great. um... I wanted to, uh, I wanted to set the tone for you at the beginning of this, and I forgot, no. but, um, you, are you aware of, um, of the, uh, of the niche, uh, film Greece? <laughs> <laughs> the country? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so, uh, Fred says that, um, you know, Archie's situation is a lot like, like Fred's and FP's when they were young, because Fred was always trying to help FP. Oh. Uh, so then, uh, Jughead, we see Jughead, he's, he's off to talk to, a uh, tall boy, um, and, like, they enter, like, this, like, he walks into a, what I think is a basement, and this guy wearing this weird robe greets <laughs> him, and he's, like, being really, like, hey, kind of thing, <laughs> and, <laughs> Oh, I wish there was a visual. Yeah. Uh, my cultimeter's going off. 
And he's kind of acting like we're supposed to know who he is, but I don't know who he is, and cool. also we're not supposed to know who he is because it's the first time we've ever met him. Incredible. And then um, Tallboy's like, this is... I forget his name. It literally doesn't matter. But mm. he's a he's one of the ghoulies and oh. and and uh, tall boy and the ghoulie want the serpents and ghoulies to team up against the north side. But Jughead's like, oh. no, that's no good. The ghoulies are the bad guys. We shouldn't be teaming up with them. And for some reason, tall boy wants Archie or not Archie. Sorry, Jughead to uh, help and like approve of this partnership because he has sway but because i don't he's know FP's kid is that the only reason because he was initiated what yesterday right so i don't know sure <sighs> but um also i my pen like it was starting to run out of ink at a certain mm. point and i picked it back up to to test it mm. and i usually when i'm testing a pen i just write the word hello <laughs> i only wrote hell, hell? <laughs> Oh, God. Which is very fitting. Yeah, isn't it? So, okay, so we see Cheryl at home. She's looking through a box of old stuff. You know, she picks up, like, a photo of her and and Jason. Jason. And then she finds a drawing that she made of her Jason and the The Sugar Sugar Man. Man. (laughs) Because, of course, she does. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, Betty finds Sheriff Dad at Pops. Wait, that's that's the end of it? She's just like, (gasps) a sugar. Oh, shit. What does this look like, this Sugarman? I don't remember. I think mm. it was just kind of like a dark figure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so Betty walks into Pops where Sheriff Dad is trying his damnedest to enjoy a meal. <laughs> 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 if only these, these teens... If it weren't for these meddling kids! <laughs> <laughs> um, Veronica sees her walk in. Uh... And, and Betty asks uh, Sheriff Dad if he's he- heard of, um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> I said, nope, I just don't know how to read. Oh. Um, so Betty asks if he's uh, heard of the Sugar Man, and Sheriff Dad tells her the Sugar Man was Clifford Blossom, yeah. but anyone could be the Sugar Man now, we don't know who. Great. Yes. Yeah, Thanks. Super helpful. Police. <laughs> and then, like, he leaves or something mm, and wanders uh, out uh veronica says something snide to mm-hmm. betty and betty like goes over and she's like you know i'll explain and she does explain oh and oh um, communication right so unheard of um and so uh i guess they're cool now sure and she asks for veronica's help and like finding the sugar man and veronica agrees yeah, I, uh, I feel like, yeah, I think I was, <laughs> I think I was talking last episode about how I was surprised she didn't sort of enlist Veronica in some way earlier, if only because Hiram seems to have a fuck ton of reach. And with Veronica actually saying, like, no, without hy- hyperbole, he would kill this teen. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm very interested to see what, what comes of this. Yeah. And if we get to see any evidence that... Hireman in any way deserves his title of crime boss because so, so far <laughs> it's just what no ma'am not. <laughs> he's just been fucking mark Wahlberg in the oh, happening so good so um jughead is talking to archie about he's he's like ranting to him about the serpents and mm. archie's like 
you know, let's go talk to your dad, because your dad will know what you do. Mm. And so they go to jail, which I think is where they should stay. <laughs> do not collect, do not, do not collect, go. Do not. <laughs> don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just <laughs> do, don't. Do not pass code. Do not collect $200. So they go to CFP. Yay. Uh, FP warns them that um, he he's like, you have to avoid bloodshed. You have to avoid any bloodshed. Bit late! Right? Um, he knows that. He's like, this is a territory thing. Uh, uh, and, um, gotta know the territory. And then he says... The ghoulies love their souped-up cars, and oh, no. he's like, the way that you can, you can, like, no. beat them is challenge them to a race. No! And then he's like, but it's illegal. It'll get you locked up. So... And it's like, and it's like okay, God. Okay, so is Screen Cap 3 Cheryl waving a flag to start a race? Tee <laughs> hee. Why did we need, why did we need any of this? Why did, what? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) The Um, ghoulies love cars. Got him, I guess. (laughs) My note is just, he tells them to challenge the ghoulies to a street race. I hate this. (laughs) And then FP's prisoner number is 24601. Yeah. Uh, so Cheryl talks to Penelope about the Sugar Man. Penelope denies ever telling them her and Jason Sugar Man stories. Because gaslighting your when children is really, really good. This woman needs to go. Yeah. Uh, so now, now it's time for community service. Great. Uh, her, nope, Veronica <laughs> <laughs> asks Reggie for the name of oh, Reggie. his, um, Jingle Jangle contact. Okay. <laughs> That sentence alone is like, <laughs> they want us to take this seriously. Right, like... Jingle jangle contact? Like, you can't. You can't ask me to take it seriously when you're saying the words jingle jangle contact. It sounds like... Riverdale. It sounds like a move from the Kama Sutra being put oh. through Google Translate five times. Ooh. Oh my god. Um, so, uh, then Veronica, the next scene is her going to, uh, meet the contact. Mm. Um, she's like, you know, she's Veronica. She's, she's smart. <laughs> she's sassy. She's like, you know, I need Jingle Jangle. And, uh, he's like, I don't take Amex. And she's like, do you take this? And she takes out cash. And yeah, he's well. like... It's, it'll be 150 and she's like, for the record, I know you're overcharging me, but I'm desperate. Cause she's like, my friend broke up with her beau, and, and we need to have fun. Uh-huh. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm not like other rich girls. I know how to haggle for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> but I won't. Um, so uh, then she mentions the sugar man, and he immediately starts running. <laughs> Veronica phones Betty and it's like he's on he's 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 on his way to you and she's waiting in an alley. Number one, how did they know he would run? How How did they know where he would run? How? What is going to happen now? Why is Betty just waiting for him? What is she going to do? So um, then Betty's just like, you know, okay, like, I see him or whatever. And then we see Jughead um, challenging the one ghoulie in his insane robe. Mm. Um, His insane robe. I just can't handle this guy. Are they hoping he would run so that they're thinking he's running to the sugar man? Yeah. And so they're going to tail him? Okay, well, that's... You know what? 
this isn't saying much, but that is a better <laughs> pl- plan than anything we've seen Hiram cook up. That's fair. So, good for you, Veronica. You well, surpassed your father. It doesn't really work, because then, like, as they're challenging the ghoulie, we see the other ghoulie mm. who sold Veronica the drugs dragging her and Betty into the room. Oh! And everyone is just like, God. actually, like, what are you doing here? Like, they all do it in unison. Oh! Uh. <laughs> um... So then there's there's more debating between Jughead and the Ghoulie about the street race, mm. and then it's like, if we win the street race, then we get, uh, like, the trailer park where you live, Jughead. <sighs> so it's like, fuck, whatever. Sure. Um, okay. So then we see Nick walking into Pops, where Cheryl is. Ah, uh, what? Um... <sighs> She's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm just stopping for gas. And it's like, what do you mean you're stopping for gas? Like, get out of here. Uh, you know and- when you buy gas at the local cafe? Mm-hmm. A classic. So she confronts him, and he's an ass, and calls her sweetie at one point, and I <laughs> get very mad. Oh, um, now's the time, Black Hood! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna kill, like, you should do it. Um, apparently his family bribed Penelope into not pressing charges, so he's feeling pretty confident. They bribed the Blossoms? Mm Mm-hmm. With what? A small country? Why do the Blossoms need any? Right. I get, like, maybe it's like Penelope's not working, like Clifford was the workman. I don't know. I hate it. It's dumb. So, um, then we see Betty, who is, uh, who is fixing up the car for Jughead. Oh my god. It is very uncomfortable. That um, is a comics thing. Yeah. Uh, right, good job, everyone. We did also see Betty fixing cars with her dad in the first episode, so. Oh, did we? Well, yeah, that's a, she's like, <sighs> yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a Betty comics thing. Yeah. So, good, everyone. That's two references to very the good. source material you're determined to piss on. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, uh, he's, he tells her, like, dumping me via Archie was a bad. Oh. And she's like, I did it to protect you. Like, I know you don't understand, but I was trying to keep you safe. And he tells her that she did the one thing that could hurt him. Ooh. And then she tells Ooh. him that she'll explain after nope. the race. Because she wants him to get through that first. And I kind of feel like it would be better if she just told him the truth yeah. now. Also, my reaction if I were her to him saying, like, it was a really dick move of you to get Archie to break up with me would be, he said what to you? Because yeah. that's not what she asked for. Yeah, right? Like, <sighs> but apparently that's a non-issue. Sure. So... Um, at home, Cheryl confronts Penelope again. She has a beautiful Cheryl moment. Oh. I had a fascinating conversation with Nick St. Clair today, and then I went rummaging around your room until I uh. found this. And then she, like, pulls out a check, and it's the uh. check that uh. the St. Clair yeah. <laughs> wrote. Right. Uh, what? Yeah. So Why is it in a room? <laughs> so Cheryl, um you know, has a really emotional moment. Mm. She's talking about, like, you know, why why won't you protect me? Like, you always protected Jason. <sighs> and again, why is this show not about Cheryl? Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, she's like, I just want to know, like, why you never, like, like, you, you defended, you even defended, like, daddy, because she always calls him daddy. daddy, um, even though he killed, he killed my brother, but you won't even protect me from someone who tried to assault me. Jesus. And then she's like, I'm withholding the check until you tell me the truth about the sugar Ooh. man, because I know you're lying. Um, then we see Veronica and Archie. <sighs> talking about a plan that Archie has oh, for the good. race. Which... Oh, no. Oh, no. Because before we started, you said he did something this episode that was like I was going to not enjoy, but I was like, how is that different from anything? <laughs> and I was still afraid. Yeah. Is this the thing? Yeah. Great. Like, okay, and here's the thing. Uh-huh. Why do none of these people talk to each other? Because all he does is say I have a plan. Yeah. Not even to, like, their significant others. Like, list, like listen, Jeremy gets every single waking thought I have. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the sleeping ones. <laughs> yeah, actually, every time I have a dream, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, like, I gotta tell you all about this he dream I just had. He was the first to know about your onion. He <laughs> was the first to know about my onion. And, like, I just don't understand this. Like, it's just very strange to me. Anyway... Veronica then gets a call from Cheryl, um, and, you know, Cheryl is telling her that the Lodges are still accepting money from the St. Clairs, uh, which is a thing that Cheryl knows. Sure. I forget how. Whatever. Pulling out with me? Who knows? Yeah, but, uh, we definitely learned that, like, earlier this episode, I think, and I just forgot to write it down, because I just didn't care. (laughs) Um, Veronica confronts her parents, and she tells them, um, you know, like, you can't take money from them anymore. And they're like, you know, like, we, you know, like, we don't really know what happened with Cheryl. Ah! And then she's like, I do, because Nick tried to do the same thing to me. And Hiram is pissed. Oh my god. It's honestly one of my favorite moments in the show, because he's, like, so, he's... He's so mad. It's amazing. Um, so <laughs> she's like, yeah, like he tried to do that to me. When it didn't work, he went for Cheryl. And um, and like, oh, it's just incredible. Like, it's great. <laughs> as much as I hate the dad comes out with a shotgun to defend his daughter trope. Yeah. I'm feeling now like every time someone gets angry at something I'm angry at, even right? if they're stupid characters in the show, it's just, it's something. Right? It's like, thank, thank God someone finds this infuriating. Right? Ugh. So now it's race day. Great. Everyone's dressed like they're in the 50s, but like in, no. like they're in the 80s pretending they're in no. the 50s. No. Why? Yeah. What? Yeah. So, um, Kevin says... Oh. Not the kind of drag race. No! Not the kind of drag race I imagined myself going to. Sorry. <laughs> but at least the guys are hot. Fuck! Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to see you. I, how could they do this? That is the, the peak. The I'll take spike a, in audio. I'll take a screenshot later. Oh my god, that was amazing. Uh, get it, everyone? He's a homosexual. Oh my god. Oh, fuck me. Oh. So, Betty tells Jughead that she never stopped loving him. Just tell him about the Black Hood. Just tell him. Everyone's lives will be so much easier. Um... <laughs> Then I, then I wrote, 
They race. I will not explain this. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse. Um, Okay, so then they get to a point where there's, like, a bridge, and uh, Jughead, like, it's Jughead and Archie in one car, and then the Ghoulies in another car, and then Jughead's, like, they're, like, driving towards a bridge, and, um, it's, Archie's, like, the bridge is too narrow for both of us, and they're, like, neck and neck, yeah. and, and Jughead's, like, I'm not, I'm not losing to the Ghoulies, I'm right. not losing my home, I'm, I'm not losing the Serpents or whatever, yeah. and Archie's, like, no, actually, like, we can't go over <laughs> this bridge, like, we're gonna, it's not big enough, like, we'll, we'll crash. This is physics. This is just how physics is. Yeah. And. Trust me, I'm Archie, <laughs> smart boy. Mm-hmm. And, um. Uh, Jug is like, no, do it. And then Archie's like, you'll thank me for doing this. And he pulls the emergency brake. Oh. And, uh, and then, um... In the, in the, in the case of an emergency, this car can be used as a flotation device? Uh, well, they're not on the bridge, so it's okay, oh. I guess. Um, but then, uh, uh... So the car stops, and Jughead's like, what the fuck? Like, they're gonna win! And then oh. they hear sirens, and they get out of the car, and they see um, a line of cops waiting, <laughs> where they and they arrest the ghoulie. Whoa! And then Jughead's like, let's... Or not. Archie's like, let's get out of here. And then Archie reveals that he called Sheriff Dad so that the, the ghoulies would get arrested. Jughead is pissed. Oh, boy, Archie... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Also, I'm surprised he's allowed in the car because, again, this is a serpents versus ghoulies thing, and all the serpents hate him. And you would think that it would be like, mm-hmm. and why couldn't he? Well, I... yeah, yeah, and like Jacket's like, okay, so you got one ghoulie arrested, mm-hmm. and for how long? And now we've played dirty in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you have both gangs mad, specifically at you. Mm-hmm. Good job. And this One, stops nothing. Yeah, this actually makes the situation worse for the serpents also. Yeah, for ev- every... Uh, yeah. Archie. Archie. This is why... See, this is why Archie needs to not have a filter. Because if he didn't have a filter and he just and he just spoke words... Yeah. Then everyone would know and would be like, Archie, no, 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 no. We yeah. Don't, we don't do that. That's it's better to have thoughts and no filter than a filter and no thoughts. Yeah. And, uh, I think he's sort of prime evidence. Do you think he sent a video to Sheriff Dad? He sent another video that's just, like, a bunch of people in masks, but this time they're just, like, little race car drivers, and he's like, Sheriff Dad, I'm here to announce oh. to you, my weapon was fear, so was the Black Hoods, now my weapon is car. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, oh yeah, and the, the, the race, the sh- last screenshot was Cheryl yeah. doing the flag thing at the race. Tony, Tony tries to do it, she's like, that's actually kind of like my thing, and oh. Cheryl's like, I was born for this, and she's <laughs> like, goes and does it, and it's kind of amazing. I was born to be this. <laughs> this. <laughs> um, so Cheryl returns home, Penelope, uh, is there, because <laughs> she lives there, and she reveals that she told Cheryl about the sugar man. You know, like, as a child, she's like, I did tell you stories. Yeah. And she's like, over the years, there were many sugar men, each taking over for the last. Sure. And she talks about how, you know, you you say that I never protected you. Like, I did. I told you the stories to protect you. Which I don't really understand why, and it's not really clear, but 
whatever Cheryl apparently approves because she gives her mom the check and Penelope throws the check into the fire. Oh. And then Cheryl asks who the sugar man is right now. Yeah. And then we cut to Pops where Betty and Veronica are sitting. Mm -hmm. Um, Betty gets a call from Cheryl and, 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 you know, Cheryl has told her the name. Mm. And so Betty has the name and she's like, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, I, like, if I tell the Black Hood the name, then, uh, you know, he's gonna kill someone, and, like, I don't know if that, I can have that on my hands, and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so, then we're at home, and Betty gets a call from the Black Hood, Mm. and she tells him, uh, that telling him won't do any good, um, and that she wants, uh, the Sugar Man to be dealt with the right way. And so she's already told the sheriff who it is Ooh. and written an expose ah! about the sugar man in the oh blue gold, which is like, there is a one, there's one person on this paper and it is Betty. And it's like, I just, I just, I have to laugh. Um, <laughs> so she tells the black hood that this is her game now. No, it's fucking not. And she's going to find out who he is. And she has a whole little bit where she's like, I am breathing down your neck. Can you feel it? Can you feel me? Ah! And it's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Lily Reinhardt threatens you ASMR. Oh, oh my god. Um, so then we're at Southside. Uh, Jughead and Tony are talking, but they are interrupted. Um, they're like, you know, I guess they met, like, Jughead mentions the sugar man, and Tony's like, oh, like, we, like, we know who it is. Like, didn't you hear? (laughs) And then Jughead's like, no, who is it? And then we see the cops who are walking the English teacher down the hallway. No, no, no. This man who has been in two episodes. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, I, I knew you would really like that bit. I knew you'd really like it. So I... Do we get any information on how the Sugar Man title is passed down? Because I find it really hard no, to believe that fucking title. Clifford would assign it to anyone in the South Side because right? he seems to think, I don't know, everyone who's not his wife or his son is completely <laughs> below him. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. So then we, we're at home at the Andrews. Archie's talking to Fred about Jughead. Great. Um, Fred, uh, you know, takes takes some pills with some water and Archie's like, you know, how are you feeling? And Fred's like, I'm feeling better every day kind of thing. And it's like, you know, painkillers. Yep. With the implication that he is maybe not feeling better every day. God, mother, fuck. (laughs) Um, and then we're at the lodges. Hermione, uh, gets a phone call on her phone, which does have a cord. Um. (laughs) You gotta have a landline in case of a thunderstorm? Um, she tells Hiram, you know, she, she, we don't hear the other person on the phone, but it's like, you know, oh, like, I'm sorry to hear that. And then she turns around and Hiram's like, is everything okay? And she's like, oh, the St. Clair's got into a car accident. Someone ran them off the road. And, um, Nick will recover, but it will take some months. And then, that was so fast. And then Veronica is just like, "Karma's a bitch," and Hermione looks weirdly freaked out by Veronica saying this. And it's like, why are you of all people the one who is freaked out? Like you're thrilled 
about. Like, it's almost, yeah. it's almost, like, implying that, like, Hermione feels that she's in competition with Veronica for higher Don't like that! At a certain point. <clears throat> yep, don't like that. It's kind of, like, I... I, it comes out like late, like more later on, but this is kind of like one of the moments where where this I feel like the seed is being planted. Mm. Um, so Betty has over Jughead's closing narration. We see him and Betty together. Apparently, she's told him everything, and we're all dedicated. okay. We he talks more about masks. It doesn't mean <laughs> anything. We see then the the teacher um, who is in prison. Mm. He is like lying down and then he's like woken up uh, by a sound and we see it's sugar <laughs> the sound of sugar uh we see the black hood no, what pointing a gun at him in jail somehow is this guy dracula i don't know okay um and uh uh you know he shoots him and then jughead <laughs> we see out loud to Betty says, Sweet dreams, sugar man. <laughs> Which would be the weirdest thing to hear. Cause Betty's just like like sitting on the couch beside him, reading a book while he's typing yeah. about the sugar man. Yeah. And then he just goes, Sweet dreams, sugar man. I'd be like, I need to go. So how actually. does So how does he know what just happened? And if he, he doesn't, what the fuck is that? He doesn't know. He's talking about how the sugar man's been, like, arrested and everything. And I guess, like, that for him is is sweet dreams, sugar man. But it's like, but anyway, uh, I don't get it. What is the English teacher's name? Do we know? I don't remember. Cool. That's it doesn't matter, I assume. That's how important of a character he is. Great. And he's dead now, so it doesn't even matter Goodbye. now. Goodbye. Fucking sugar man, huh? Yeah. yeah. This is what we're doing? Yep. It's, yeah, it's hard not to think of the Candyman, um, but also the Slenderman. Yeah, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and what an odd choice for as much mystery as they like to sort of hang over a lot of things. They introduced a concept in one episode, and in that same episode, we're just like, we'll tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty on brand. I mean, what what what? Where is this going? What are they doing? How? How has this given Betty confidence? I'm glad she's in a better place mentally than she was last week. Yeah, me but too. Helmstever. Like, in what way does this protect her sister or anyone? It doesn't. Cool. <laughs> Just checking. Like, she seems to think it 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 does. I don't believe that to be true. But... No. Can I? share with you a little bit of history (laughs) yeah you can oh god i'm scared since they were introduced you or you gave me the name i was like well that's gotta be something Uh uh-huh have you heard of the groovy ghoulies no i don't think i want to well it's too bad (laughs) (laughs) so it's a cartoon okay i'm on board so far (laughs) did not have a lot of episodes. No, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing that would. It had 16, but then it got yeah. picked up and um, and sort of they got placed into another show, and that show was Sabrina's show. Oh. So they're canonically, yes, in the Archie universe. Okay. 
I'm going to read you what the Wikipedia says about the premise. I'm very nervous. The ghoulies were a group of hip monsters. Nope. Residing at Horrible Hall, a no, haunted I'm, I'm... boarding house for monsters. No, I'm actually not doing this. On Horrible Drive. No, I don't think so. Many of the characters referred to each other as cousins. That's okay. Most of the ghoulies were, in look and sound, pop culture echoes of the classic horror film monsters created in the 30s and 40s, mostly by Universal Pictures. Shows I don't consisted know that that's of necessary. fast cut sequences of pun filled jokes and short skits, each episode including two pop songs. Okay. So, uh, there's actually quite a few characters with really fun names and, and all that. And yeah, it's like Drac, the short tempered vampire, who is the head <laughs> of Horrible Hall. And it's like, okay, great, he's a fucking vampire. Um, his whole running joke is that. Uh, when the viewer is welcomed into Horrible Hall, Drac, in his bat form, would try to fly into the window, only to crash into the wall when the window moves. Upon crash landing, <laughs> Drac would say, This place is driving me batty. What a good gag that I'm sure never gets old. No. <laughs> and it's funny every single time it happens. Frankie, an easygoing Frankenstein's monster, who headed the Mausoleum Gymnasium. Okay. Mausoleum, because, like... Tombs, I guess. Graves. Uh-huh. He plays the bone xylophone slash drums. Why are we... <laughs> why are we making Frankenstein the bone man? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's gotta be a, you know, a skeleton down here. He also has a pet named Rover, who is um, a sauropod-type dinosaur. Okay. Wolfy, hippie werewolf. Speaks in a combination of... I do love that. I'll be I'll be honest. I do love the concept of a hippie werewolf. That is amazing. What if he speaks in a combination of beatnik surfer and hippie slang? You know what? I'm on board. <laughs> Honestly, this is my favorite character so far. I think I love Wolfie. I want Wolfie. I want to write a story about Wolfie. I want Wolfie to be my own. This one is kind of... I don't know if I want to say clever, but... Uh, no. Bella Lagostly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Mummy, who is... A mummy that, quote, dabbles in first aid. I wouldn't call that the most creative they have No. Here. However, the skeleton is called Bonaparte. There's a skeleton? A skittish skeleton in a Napoleon hat who has a tendency to fall apart. Why is he not the bone guy? He's, he's not in the band. The, the first three not? characters. He should be. Maybe, they pl- maybe he's an instrument. Maybe he falls apart and they play him. And okay. It's like... <laughs> I would accept that. I would accept that. That would be okay. It would be better, though. If he played his own bones. Like, he fell apart, like, his ribcage fell off, and then he used, like, his femurs. <laughs> I feel like that's unnecessary. I feel like you could use, like, a different bone, but whatever. Just a couple more here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hauntleroy. <laughs> mm-hmm. A rotund, conniving, selfish, and two-faced kid in a sailor suit who is often the primary foil for Ratso and Batso's tricks. It's also Hagatha's nephew. We're getting that deep, groovy ghoulies lore. Oh, I forgot that it's called the groovy ghoulies. Yeah. I forgot. And, um, some musical groups, like the Bare Bones Band, mm-hmm. consisting of three living skeletons. The Mummies and the Puppies. The, the Rolling the Headstones. That's good. Is it? I, I like that. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. So, Man. yeah, it was yeah, just I like of... it, so no. <laughs> <laughs> it was just sort of little skits about these, like, monster people things mm-hmm. and their little wacky hijinks and for some reason they have been turned into 
a drug dealer's gang that's even worse than the Southside Serpents, who in turn were based on a group of fucking mean <laughs> toddlers. <laughs> yeah. So what is happening is my question. Well, Miranda, I... Oh, Jesus Christ, there's a live-action version. <gasps> that's horrifying. Uh, hey, does this make you feel good in any way? Because that's really oh, upsetting. Not physically. Well, that'll be up on the Twitter at some point. <laughs> Jesus. So what happened this week of worth of note? The Gang war escalation. was introduced and then immediately killed. Cool. Um, Again, we've killed two sugarmen as far as we know over the course of the yes. show. The Black Hood can enter and exit jail cells? Apparently. Uh-huh. Um, he's not in the cell. He's, like, pointing the gun through the bars of the cell. Yeah, still. But also, how did you get in there? And how did you get a gun? And a hood. I imagine you're hooded, because otherwise people would know your identity. Because you're, like, I imagine Mm. you'd have to, like, sign in, because that's usually what needs to go down when you enter a jail. You can't bring weapons into a jail. No. So, like, presumably he got in, but I don't know. Do you think he walked in wearing the hood, and the person was like, name and he was like black hood and the person was like what what who are you visiting he's like the sugar man and the person's like okay sign here (laughs) (laughs) and he signs with like his left hand because it's his non-dominant and he doesn't and he's got the gun in the right one (laughs) (laughs) and he doesn't want you know, anyone to recognize his handwriting. And she's like, any contraband? (laughs) And he's like, no. And she's like, she's like not even looking up at him. She's like, okay, let me open the door for you. And she pushes the button. I've written this whole little scene. This is my favorite. Please keep going. (laughs) And she like pushes the button. Um, she's also got, like, those, like, triangular glasses. With the chain. With the chain. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's wearing, like, bright lipstick. Um... (laughs) <laughs> and like heavy mascara and she and high eyeshadow and blue eyeshadow yeah and she buzzes a man in the metal detector goes off and she's just like go on through it works up all the time yeah yeah exactly she calls him like hun or like Dolly. yeah yeah she's like go on in dear <laughs> <laughs> and then she and then she um like pulls out a cigarette <laughs> ashes it out the window <laughs> like right between the little bars <laughs> i love her <laughs> who is she i think her name is um hildegard <laughs> i could probably listen to you and your tired receptionist <laughs> having a conversation with maybe christian bale's batman <laughs> for a long time <laughs> yeah thank you it's my new bit it's my new Hildegard will be back. Hildegard will return in Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he walks out, there's like blood on him. Uh huh. This matter. She hears a loud bang. Yes, yeah, she. <laughs> All she does is like take another drag from her cigarette. Yeah, got another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or she like. Turns the page of her magazine at the same I time. Was gonna I was going to say romance novel, but I like magazine. Uh-huh. Like yeah. the, yeah, she's got like the long fingernails uh-huh. and she's yep. turning Bright the page. Bright red, of course, to match her lipstick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lipstick on the cigarette. Mm-hmm. And when she's not using a cigarette, she's chewing gum. Mm-hmm. 
This is forming so quickly. <laughs> what is happening? This is what came out of this episode of work. Yes, Hildegard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hashtag Hildegard writes. Hildegard writes. <laughs> it is Hildegard. This imaginary <laughs> person who's not even... She's two layers of fictional. <laughs> she's not even real within the fictional universe. No, she is not. I do love her. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. That's and okay. Is it? I don't expect you to. Yeah, well. I come into these episodes gleefully knowing you won't like it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just... And I want... We got like two seconds of Alice... Yeah. If we start a fucking arc about Fred getting addicted to painkillers, I'm going to put my fist through the wall. <laughs> Kevin actually saying mm-hmm. a line about Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Actually saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, I had that thought when you mentioned car racing. I was like, haha, drag racing. And then, because last week I think I was like, didn't he, did they take his dialogue right from that show? And then he actually says it you know this show too well and it's making me uncomfortable how dare you <laughs> well that's good and, <laughs> and and gets in a reference he doesn't just stop it like not the sort of drag race i thought i'd be in waka waka i'm a gay waka waka is he also pac-man yep <laughs> <laughs> and He's but boy, pac-man <laughs> Gackman, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but then right after that, he's like, "It's okay though, because the guys are hot." So we get the double whammy mm-hmm. of of this is my singular personality trait. I have nothing else going for me. And also, did I mention hot guys? Right. Actually, yes, Kevin, <laughs> you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have. Mm-hmm. Hey, how's Moose? Hey, how's Midge? Hey, how's... They're not in this episode. Well, I know. <laughs> and that's my... My... Why do we have to focus on fucking Nick Saint Bitch if... If... We <laughs> Nick... Nick Saint Bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have to leave. <laughs> Holy shit. Nick Saint Bitch. <laughs> Nick Saint Bitch. Nick Saint Bitch. Nick Saint Bitch. Why is it so good? I Saint Bitch. <laughs> Stupid. It's so bad. It's so dumb. It's so bad. Well, we did it. Didn't we? We made it through another episode of mm. Riverdale. And uh, maybe next week we'll get an episode that has something. I doubt that it. That actually is relevant to the overall plot. <laughs> All of season two was filler. Wouldn't yeah. put it past them. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean... Most of this show is filler. Oh, get him. Oh, get him. <laughs> We've seen season, well, I've seen season one. <laughs> I've heard about season one. That I have. Yeah. Well. Well. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
coffee for breakfast, coffee for lunch, and wine for dinner. Who is that? That's, um... That's, um... Villain of the Batman <laughs> universe, the Penguin? <laughs> Squirrel pretending to be a penguin. The mystery thickens.